guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents Cup and Saucer. I'm your host, Manira, and I am joined by my usual co-host, Courtney and Eric. Say hi, guys. Wait. Say hi, guys. Not say hi, guys. Manira's having some sort of, like, meltdown. (laughs) Just a small stroke. Don't mind me. So no hi? Oh, okay. Oh, hi. I didn't say anything. I'm just laughing. Hi, guys. Okay, so um, tonight we are going to be reviewing some movies that we watched this weekend. Um, These movies we have decided to call our British Spooky. A bit of spooky, isn't it? Yes! (laughs) If you're from the docks. It's a bit of that tingler. Oh, no. Not if you're from the docks. I love it. I love it. Oh Blimey, my God, them ghosts ain't in it. If you could talk like that the rest of the podcast, a uh, dream. Eric, how long do you think you could keep that up? Not that accent, but I, I think I could Aww. do like a standard conversational British. I heard a man this morning at Wawa that was clearly like Scottish, and I, mm-hmm. I, I recognized his accent. It. Yeah, and I was like, wait, you're not British. You're not Irish. That's Scottish. Scottish. And he was making Did you coffee. follow him a little bit? No, he was making coffee and apparently worked mm-hmm. with a bunch of little Mexican dudes on a construction site. And I was like, wild i want right. to know your story <laughs> right. How'd you something get has gotten now? you yeah something has gotten you to this place and i need to know what it is <gasps> what if he has a uh, mexican wife and they were like and she was like well i'll get you this job you can work with my brothers what maybe. if they're all family or maybe he was just like i'm tired of these fucking honkies i want to go somewhere that's with some fair. color <laughs> that's fair like, yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah i love that all right um so we are stuck not here over here with these honkies isn't it <laughs> that's not is that your british they're not they're not that's scottish right that's not scottish no scottish is is yeah it's a lot more drawn out words i think mm-hmm. sean connery sean connery was scottish it was still a little bit of like dock worker yeah. is he dead sean, sean connery? connery yeah he's very yeah. dead he slapped his a last woman time? and then paid his you don't remember ticket. you don't remember when eric danced on that grave he was really excited it's been about, about two years yeah yeah Mm. Can I yep. just say, COVID has really like messed up my like sense of time. Like, yeah. what is a year? You know. Yeah. Twelve months. Everything runs together. Well, I know. Bye. Yeah. So yeah. we'll be discussing. <laughs> Bye. Two thousand and two's Dog Soldiers. Two thousand and twenty two's The Invitation. Two thousand and fifteen's Crimson Peak. And 2004's Shaun of the Dead. Um, usually I ask everybody what their thoughts are of the different episode, episodes or movie that we have um, we have re- we have watched to review. Um, but I'm going to do it a little bit different because there are five movies and nope, it's four. There are four, four movies. And I'm like, eight. oh, this is late. No, right. <laughs> maybe who knows stay tuned no it's four guys um and so i wanted to roll that right into our review so um if everybody's all right let's get started with dogs we we did have some good suggestions from people um in the psycho cinema group including things like uh attack the block i was gonna Um, we were gonna do that at the end babes yeah a couple of others i can't remember but a lot of really good english ones We'll talk about it at the end, and so you remember or review it, and then we can talk. We can, no, 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 no. We can shout them out. All right. <laughs> I was just saying, it'd be better to say it at the end, 
and we can thank them. I was going to thank them and everything. You're the worst. All right. So <laughs> Dog oh Soldiers, <laughs> 2002. Um, a little bit of review of it. So um, during a routine nighttime training mission um, in the Scottish Highlands, a small squad of British soldiers um, expected to rendezvous with a special ops unit instead find a bloody massacre with a sole survivor. Uh, the savage attackers of the special ops team return and the men are rescued by Megan, a zoologist who identifies what haunts them as werewolves. Without transport or communication, the group is forced to retreat to a farmhouse to wait for the full moon to disappear at dawn. Okay, so a little setup. Um, Eric has seen dog soldiers. Courtney and I have not. So I'm going to start with Courtney. What were your thoughts of this movie? One, thankful for captions. That accent, <laughs> she's a thick gal. Yeah, she's yes, that, that thick. Scottish accent. And then so not only do we have an accent, but we've got slang. I don't know what uh-huh. any of it means. I'm using whatever context clues I can uh, infer from the conversation to figure out what the hell we're talking about. Secondly, <sighs> to my Grey's Anatomy family, you will know... You will. The main character is is Owen. Is Owen. What's Owen's last name? Hunt. Owen Hunt. Owen Hunt. <laughs> Doctor Owen Hunt of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, you also may have seen him in Maid of Honor with Patrick Dempsey, mm-hmm. also of Grey's Anatomy fame. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I've seen him in. He seems to be a very nice man in real life, but there's some. When I look at him, I'm just like Owen. And I get mm-hmm. mad, and I get real mad at him. <laughs> he's um, he's a pretty popular. Like he's also been in um, Percy in, Jackson, Percy Jackson, and mm-hmm. Train Spotting, and Train Spotting Two, and Ridley Scott's Electric Kingdom Bugger. of Heaven. He's been in some big movies, and and Brave, the the Pixar movie. He's the dad in Brave, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's Owen Hunt, and I get mad at Always. him because I can't separate him from the art, which is Grey's Anatomy. However, I did quite enjoy this role. I oft I wondered while we were watching this, was this his like origin story for how he ended up in the like U.S. Army, and mm-hmm. then he ended up a doctor on Grey's. Now Spoiler alert! <laughs> now look at us. Um, it was the werewolves themselves are creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like it's a fairly obvious twist once you start mm-hmm. getting into it. Um, but I think the movie was really good. It wasn't like as scary as you, I thought it you would You can be. spoil the twist. The movie came out 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> it's not like The Invitation that just came out like two or three months ago. So the squadron that shows up um, for the training exercise is actually being used as bait by the special forces um, Mm -hmm. to draw the werewolves out. Owen had actually gone on kind of what I'd like to call a working interview with the special Mm -hmm. forces. um, And he failed because he wouldn't shoot a dog. Um, And they said like, you can go back to your like shitty squad, like they can Mm -hmm. keep you. And so basically his squad was sent into the woods as bait for the werewolves. And then they're basically on like a fight to survive the night. Um, the full moon happens once a month, you know, typical werewolf lore. And, um, 
you find out that the zoologist is also a werewolf and she is a werewolf family and it's time to put down her entire family good times (laughs) very good so any more thoughts no i really i liked the movie i thought it was pretty good it wasn't as scary as i thought um we'll get into that listeners hold on to that hold on to that hold on Mm. to that okay um i eric you go what were your i mean what were your if you can remember like your original thoughts when you saw it back when you saw it i don't want to say like far far away ago, but like in <laughs> no, 2000 I, I, i'm guessing saw you saw this, it in 2002 not in 2002 but um like i had seen this is done by neil marshall who is a pretty famous horror director but he's also done the descent and doomsday and centurion he's done a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. of game of thrones um Hannibal. I think his most recent big movie was the remake of Hellboy in 2019. Mm. But he's known for horror and gore and like with David Harbour. Yes. Okay. Um. So like I, the first movie of his I saw was The Descent, and then someone recommended to me like, hey, check out Dog Soldiers. He also did, and this was around the time that things like um, Underworld were blowing up, Mm. and the 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 werewolves in this are the same as like visually the same. And using the same like special effects technology from Underworld, so it was it was new because you didn't ever really saw werewolves that big on screen, and mm-hmm. they were never really in action. It was like you know you, there was a lot of cutaways in previous werewolf movies because it's hard to get that on screen. Yeah. So um, I was into it. Plus, it was it had a, the right amount of gore, even though this was like per, you know very low budget. It's two thousand two, and technically this is an indie film, but. Um, a good amount of gore and all these people that were in this well at least the main four people went on to be in like game of thrones and yeah hell um sean pertwee who plays the the captain of the group is also in the invitation that we're talking about later yep so. showed right up and we we knew not to trust him but we'll get into that yeah it was it was some new shit and i was into it and you know unfortunately people don't do a lot of action horror these days so I really enjoyed it. I think that it is a good watch, but especially a good watch the way that we did it, which was in a group. Um, I think that made it and more in, and with captions. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I love um, a captioned a movie. I think that's with every like British. You want to make sure that you get like what exactly they're saying. Um, I really enjoyed the werewolf of it all. I was kind of taken out when I saw um, Owen. Because I hate it's Owen. Jarring. Uh, it really I, it's jarring. It's so hard because I think for Grey's, it's such a like iconic piece of like TV. It is very hard yeah. for me to separate them from their Grey's role. Like Sandra oh, to me is always Christina. Christina. She will never be yeah. anybody else. I don't care what the hell else she does. I don't think I've watched. Well, she's I don't she's think, Eve. I've never she's seen She is Eve. Show. Now she's Eve. It. I but didn't when, know like, what the... you guys were so disgusted about when he came on screen, and I was like, "What the fuck? Do you guys not like uh, what's <laughs> name from Game of Thrones?" Is the fucking worst. Owen is the absolute worst. Like so much so that whenever I go, "Ugh," my fiance knows Owen Hunt is Owen's on in the building. He knows. He knows, and he, now he hates him too. Like that. That's love. Um, I think he's like probably a very nice guy in real life, but it is very yes, difficult yes. for me to like separate him from the art so it's very Can't. jarring but also he's kind of handsome when he was young he's owen okay. hunt for me that's, and i won't be giving him free. any of that no mm. um that said he really commanded the i'm taking this role i like i believe that he 
would do every and anything that he could to save the people in his squad. Mm -hmm. Um, I did believe him to, of course, want to believe Megan. Um, Oh, I didn't dumb dumb. Yeah, as soon as she got on the screen, it yeah, was I'm a the no only for house for like miles right. and miles. Bitch, where's your license? Where's your driver's yeah. license? Bitch. Yeah, it's it was a lot. And how but, come you not turning um, nobody else quickly? Hmm. How come they just um, let you live? <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed myself. Um, getting into the twist, I wanted to ask Eric how long in when he first saw it did it take him to realize what the twist was. It wasn't too long. Like I, uh, you know, I feel like they thought the audience is dumber than than mm. expected when they finally reveal it, and then the other guy is like, "You're not in the picture because you took the took picture. picture." Yeah, and I was like, "That doesn't seem as smart as you think it does." I mean, they have timers on cameras. You could have put it on a stand and walked into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's not like mind blowing or anything. You you obviously don't trust this random character that pops out of nowhere and saves you and just happens to seem to know everything about these characters. And then when they try to to like take out the the den by you know putting mm-hmm. the 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 vehicle on fire and blowing up the thing, I was like, oh okay, that didn't seem to do much. But mm-hmm. she it was her idea. Right. It's like oh okay, that bitch evil. Too Courtney, because I feel like Courtney and I kind of picked up on it extremely sus. she was just fucking <laughs> sus listen and then okay here's what bothers me mm-hmm. whenever you have like a female character and i i feel like most movies do that and i think there's like an index like where they sh- where they talk about like this like mm-hmm. thing and i might be talking out of my ass who knows but they they do this thing when there's a female character in a um a movie like this and they have to make her like sexy like mm-hmm. and she's just too sexy like it was too <laughs> it was too sexy for what we were dealing with i'm like mm-hmm. there's yeah. werewolves Every, around but she don't have on a bra wearing... and right. everyone's yeah. like wait, she's wearing a tank top and she's always a little too sweaty and, and like, it's the scottish highlands yeah she's like, progressively per- more and undressed uh-huh. like sweaty like so she's mm-hmm. not like drenched but it's like a light sheen she's always perfectly glowy like there's something like about her and i'm just like this isn't right like you're supposed to be mucked up like there's right. mud it's like sloshy you're in the woods like why do you look perfect it doesn't make any sense and then why are you so familiar with these people's home you're supposed to be and- like the stranger neighbor basically if you think about it, she never, ever, not once, like, hurt any of them. Mm-mm. Like, when they were actively trying to hurt her, or so it seemed, she never hurt any of them. Mm-mm. The most she did was flash that camera. That's it. Like, stun. To stun them. Yeah. I'm like, well, what you doing with this? Right. Yeah, it's because they were, they were her brothers and sisters, sisters. and parents. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> okay, so well, she got my she last. Got, and she deserved it. She did. She deserved it. My last question um, to everyone is, and more so to Courtney than Eric, um, do you prefer corny horror as opposed to like dark, can't really see horror? Like which one out of the two would you prefer if you had to watch, you have to watch a horror movie? Give me an example of something you would consider corny. This. That's why I asked the question. Because I feel like this was corny. What would you consider dark? Like dark like you can't see it? (laughs) Yeah, like like dark dark enough that like you can't really make anything out. Oh, you mean like because we could like clearly see the werewolves in this? Yes. Yeah. 
there's something almost like puppeteer about the size of these werewolves. So I know that I'm not in any real danger. Now, if somebody had like a more wolf-like werewolf and it was like all fours, like, you know how you see wolves mm-hmm. in the wild and they'd be like double yeah. paws down going fast? I don't like that because I'll never outrun you. But those werewolves are kind of clunky because they're well, walking these... on hind legs like people. Yeah, they're <laughs> and basically... And so I feel like I could outsmart of... you. All of the werewolves were dancers, so that's why they're all very, like, thin oh. and svelte, and then they're on these, like, platform things that make them look like they're walking on, like, bent dog-style So they're, legs. like, stilty. Mm. Yeah, that's why you yeah. never see them running really fast. Like, anytime okay. they're, they're meant to and move And so I fast, feel like see, I like, could beat a quick you. cut. Yeah. And that doesn't okay. really get to the point of your But they're supposed though. to be much stronger. Okay. Which is why they, feel... they can, like, rip off people's arms and, and cut that like one that. guy's guts who was hanging out. That was sick. I feel like <laughs> corny is easier for me to take mentally. Like, because okay. I'm just like, th- to me, I can like make that logical for whatever reason. Okay. Something that's darker, I can't see that, so I can't process it. So therefore, it's more scary to me. Okay. All right. Um, Have we finished all that we can get out of Dog Soldiers? Does anybody have anything they want to bring up eric tell your special fact which one oh yeah the the (laughs) main star owen that you guys know was almost replaced with uh jason stakums um because he (laughs) injured himself during the first few weeks and Mm. had to uh take some time off because he had a a hurt rib so then apparently they they couldn't they couldn't stop shooting because they were you know it's a very low budget movie which is crazy to me because I think about how much money he probably, like, is his contract now. But also, yeah. how, was he going to have a British accent or he was going to, was he going to have, is, isn't Jason, is Jason Statham, Statham British? British? Jason Statham he, is, is British, yeah. Right, but Owen is Scottish and if it takes place in the Scottish Highlands, why a, are they a lot like, of talking Right, but a lot of them were Scottish. A lot of them were British. A lot of British Scottish accent. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. um... Okay, well, fuck me. I, I is it Davos British? Who was Davos yeah. is British, right? He's yeah. not Scottish. No, he's Scottish. Yeah. He's oh, Scottish. is he? Yep. So maybe they can't. I feel like do one or sense. two of those guys were British. <laughs> oh, I'm sure a couple of them were, but a lot. It, it's one of those things where, like, if you had to do a certain American accent, where, like, if I had to go and pretend I was from New York. I could probably do a New York accent pretty Mm-mm. well without being too, <laughs> you know, the same thing where like a British person could play a Scottish person and a Scottish person can play a British person. But a British I mean, person can play an American person, but an American person can't play a British person. person. Can, no. Not for a yeah, whole movie. Well, they're, it's bad. Mm-mm. They're clearly better Eric, than us. Eric, do a New York but accent. But also, right. right. Now you, you got to circle one. back to Pretend the American accent. New York accent. Yeah, Come on. I, I, need my chop, I need my chopped cheese fried hard bee. You know, you got to get it in there. That was a there. little bit too much E40 a little. Like, the e, oh, the E40 was coming out just a little bit. I like when Eric does the E40 voice. It yeah, felt a little, yeah. a little like, there was a hint of Jersey, too, that was, like, poked out. But, like, I think you're in the right direction. I don't disagree. I feel like you're our accents, man. Were okay. you taking a little from um from Marrow and um, Jesus? Just a little? No. No? Okay. I mean, I I would feel that you would pull from them because they are they are the New Yorkers that we used to listen to. We don't listen to anymore because Jesus wants to be Hollywood. But that Mm. is Mm. something completely different. All right. So 
Dog Soldiers. What would you give it, Courtney? A four. It was pretty good. Hmm. I'd give it a four as well. Eric, what are you giving it? Yeah, no, it's still a solid four for me. Like I said, it's it's a fun movie overall. You can throw it on whenever. It's not like you don't have to take it too seriously. Facts. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next yeah, movie that we watched, mm. <laughs> <laughs> next movie that we watched is The Invitation. Um, it is a 2002 banger. Um, 2022. So, you just oh, took what did I say? 2002. 2002. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still in dog soldiers land. I thought you were going to say 2002. Two. I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> no. 2022. Nope. No. Why would you she say it like that? Ew. 2002. <laughs> sometimes Eric thinks he knows me, and then sometimes he zigs when he should zag. I don't I know. I don't why. know what you're going to say. You just left out 20 whole years. So, <laughs> you trying to give back you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I did. Um, so this movie, um, so after the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie takes a DNA test and discovers a long last cousin she never knew she had. Invited by her newly family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, Evie's at first seduced by a sexy aristocrat host. Mm. However, <laughs> she's soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets about her family history and unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity. We have all not seen this movie. We all watched it collectively as a family. Eric, you go first. What oh. were your thoughts of the invitation? <laughs> Are you doing your vampire um, voice? Mm-hmm. I thought it started really strong. It mm-hmm. ended kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like it, it went on a little too long. Like every time they started to get intriguing, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And then you kind of see it coming. You're like, oh, okay, well, that's connected to that. And this is why this person did that. And it's like, eh. yeah, I want to know more about this. But at the same time, I don't care. Okay. Right. Not, not to mention, uh, they keep making Natalie Emmanuel do an American accent. Like, just let her use her her real accent. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have her do like they, a British. They keep accent. putting her in these things with all of these, uh, like other British people, but then make yeah. her be the American. Like Four Weddings and a Funeral was great, but like, be be British. You're British. Be British. You know. <laughs> You've got a couple of Americans in there. Let them be American. He said, you're, you're black. British. Be black. <laughs> be <Yeah>. black. <laughs> be, be British. You have a wonderful British accent. Don't who stop could, trying to do this Who is her American. American counterpart that we could have given the hold to? Because I'm thinking Z. Zendaya me too. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like I think Zendaya, Zendaya is she's, better. She's below this. Like, yeah. I feel like her, her pedigree this. is bigger. I do think than, it's a, a smidge low budge. So then, okay. You know who could have who been else? in this? The, the girl yeah. from um, the little cyclone. Cyclone could have been this. Mm. Yeah, either her. I was or, even gonna or, say, um, we'll what's her name from Bodies, from Bodies, Gossip Bodies? Girl. Amandala. Yeah. Mm. I think all three could have been really good for this. Basically, Unless we basically needed... they just wanted a little skinny, light skinned girl. Yeah. Unless we needed somebody like tall, and then none, all three of them aren't tall. So, but heels are, that's what heels are made for. So, uh, Courtney? I was really excited about this one. Now, I will say this one made me jump 
probably a little more. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, I don't like when I'm watching something and they do the, <laughs> like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like to feel scared. The, the, the what now? Was that, a, <laughs> was that a jump scare? Yeah, I think in the captions it says musical flourish, and that's what I would describe that as, musical flourish. And I don't like when it's, like, silent and then we flash to some shit. Okay, when she's laying in the bed and the thing is fucking crawling in the canopy, fuck that. Um, I don't like when we turn around and, like, things are coming at us really fast because I'm, I watch stuff like this. When it's stuff like that, I have Very to watch in between so. the fingers because I need to be able to cover my eyes just in case it gets a little too scary. Um, that being said, I was actually, the, I think, the most excited about this movie. I thought it was really good. I like a bit of a trashy movie, though. So, like, mm. this is, like, right up my alley. Like, to me, I would put this in my Rolodex of, like, October movies. I basically watch the same, mm-hmm. like, four movies every single year. Which is bad because I think some of them haven't aged well. The people kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Give us those movies. You said four. Give us oh. those movies. Hocus Pocus. Halloween Town. Jennifer's Body. Fucking love Jennifer's Body. Same. <sighs> Fucking love Jennifer's Body. And I, what's the other one that I like to watch? Hmm. It escapes me now, but if I think of it, then I will add it to my list. Is it Practical Magic? Have you ever seen Practical Magic? I did, but it's not not the movie that I'm thinking of. I just saw that for the first time last year. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not going to like this scary movie. (laughs) 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 You're not going to like it, but (laughs) scary movie. Okay. The the year that they that they did the was uh, that was me. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is great. I love this movie. I love um, Regina Hall, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I was drawn by one thing and one thing only, and that's going to be Mr. Thomas Doherty. Mm -hmm. He also, side Mm -hmm. note, is Scottish, and that's Mm -hmm. his real real accent. So the British one is fakes. Um, I love him and his strong jaw and his Mm -hmm. fucking perfect eyes. And somebody said that this movie, he is a villain written by women, and I think that's so true. Like, the things that he did. You saw that Tic Tac as well? Yes, yes. Yes. And I said, yeah, this is, I'm like, this is fucking doing it for me. Mm -hmm. At some point, I just stopped caring about the the main plot, and I was like, but, like, Mm -hmm. more of him. Like, show me the Mm -hmm. fucking romance. He started, like, rubbing fingers on her face, and I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, also, maybe me. Me too. (laughs) He was doing it for me. I don't want to spoil anything because, like Eric said, this one came out from, like way more recently than the other ones. Oh, we're not. I, oh, I mean, we, we might as well. We we spoiled yeah. the last okay. one. Well, he's... I was wait wait. I have something. I have something for that at the end. Like, oh, okay, okay. We can stay spoilerlicious oh until I ask the second question. Okay. So, um, he really did it for me. Um. I think they did kind of clunk up the ending a little for me, personally. Um, but I feel like it was a good movie. It's a nice, like, fall Saturday watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was surprised because it started a little gory, and then they, like, really mm-hmm. went back on the gore. And mm-hmm. apparently there's a there's a, an unrated cut that just came out with the, the, the home video release that has an alternate ending. Mm-hmm. And apparently Is it an ending that we some... want more? Um, no, not really. Like the the alternate ending spoilers, they showed that um, that double spoilers. 
Dracula <laughs> lives. Mm. Um, but also the the other cut has like more nudity and a couple of other things, like more gore and more nudity. Mm-hmm. More nudity where? Which one? <laughs> From I'm Zoom. assuming I'm assuming the what's her name? The the tall wife. Like you know when she's in the, oh, in the thing. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't wanna yeah. see her. She's lovely. Beautiful, beautiful she gowns. Is lovely. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. gowns. But I want Mr. Doherty. I had made that abundantly yeah. clear in my message. I'm sure maybe you get more 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 Dracula booty. Mm. They did Dracula show us a, a little, a little, a little slice of cheek. Not yeah, enough. Really like, All right, well, <laughs> now you get some some Dracula cheeks. Blah. Um, <laughs> I will say, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it was what I thought it would be. Um, I much like Courtney came for. Um, Emmanuel and the uh, the Thomas Dracula. of it all. Um, when I tell you, I forgot she was even in this film. I am so sorry, baby girl. Wow, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anti-black. That was anti-black of me. I really enjoyed <laughs> her. Um, yeah, and I had an ending that I wanted, which I thought we were going to get by the way that it looked in the previews. Um, that it's not the ending that we got, but. Like I said, I've got one more question before we get to that. Um, I feel like it, like Eric said, started really strong and then kind of whimpered out. Um, to, it felt like too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, like well, nobody really knew what they wanted to do. And if they did, nobody really committed fully. Um, we do know that some changes were made based on test screenings, like adding the the little end with uh, the best friend just showing up. Because apparently she tested well. And I was like, yeah, I, I could take No, 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 her. yeah. I, I like follow, her. It's Courtney. It's Courtney on um, Instagram. And I enjoy her. She was Issa's um, assistant in... Um, the last couple seasons of Insecure. In the last couple seasons of Insecure. And spoiler alert, if you haven't watched this uh, most recent Abbott Elementary, she is now one of Janine's friends. Um, so ah, that's fun as well. Ah! Yeah. Oh, sorry. So. Volume alert. <laughs> I can start so that's noises. good too um but yeah i a, a couple of tweaks here and there a little bit more gore um and i would have like this would be a five for me because it was exactly what i wanted it to be um a young girl finds out that she got money and she goes to mix it up with the aristocratocrats and you know they're always a mess so you know i just I wanted a lot from this movie, and I guess I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's on me. Um, so, <laughs> next question: It's the not for me. That's on me. <laughs> right. Again, this is still technically a horror movie, so don't go in with high expectations. I've learned okay. that as a horror movie fan. Okay. Do you, do you basically um, just live to be disappointed by whatever well, they you do? you take what you can get? You find the bright spots in, like you either. If it seems like it's too good to be true, it usually is, and then you have to find the good things. Like, oh, okay, well, that was a good jump scare. Your average mm-hmm. person would be scared of that, or that was some good practical gore, or that was good, you know, use of music or soundtrack. Baby you girl know, de- that was, beheaded herself. I mean, that was kind of that was for yeah, me. That, yeah. I, that's why I had such high hopes because I was like, oh, okay, this started really strong. Like, that's a cool way to kill a character. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as she got the piano wire, I was like, oh, that's modern piano wire. That will like with the the weight. Yeah, it's gonna take somebody's head off. I yeah. thought that was cool, and then they didn't really keep that 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 momentum going. 
I also still found that particular storyline clunky to me. Like, afterwards, mm-hmm. I had to ask you guys, like, what the fuck was even that? And I still am like, but I don't understand. And that's yeah. fine, because I wasn't trying to go anywhere past surface level with this film. I just wanted to stay with hot vampires. Well, wow. funny that you should say <laughs> that. Um, I want to pose to both of you, which would you be, vampire or werewolf? A vampire. Fuck yeah. Fucking, like, oh my god. There's just, I want to be the seductive bad bitch that... I want to be her. There's something mm-hmm. about, I think, modern vampires. Like, even, like, let's throw it back to fucking Twilight. There's something. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have to throw it back to Twilight because I think that's where my personal love started. That's the first vampire movie I've ever seen. Ever. Really? Mm-hmm. You've no. Have you seen an interview with a vampire? I've never seen it. I've still never watched it. Nosferatu. Yeah. Dracula. Mm-hmm. Really? Um. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula, right? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Okay. Not not even. So Twilight's my Blackula. I know. I know what we're um, playing at. The... No, because I have trauma based around that <laughs> fucking movie. We can talk about around that. Blackula. Yes. No. You know what? It's it's not Blackula. What about, you know what what about it is? Vampire in Brooklyn? That's the one that has. That's I the one. Trauma. That's the traumatic one. I will tell you a story. So about did it everyone on the set of that movie. I am literally still. I can feel the way my heart. Wait, beat Blade. I don't think I've ever seen it with Wesley Snipes. I don't think I've ever seen yes. it. Yes. Apologize to Mister. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I don't say his name, he doesn't have to pay taxes on that. Yes, because that's how taxes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was my first vampire movie, but I always liked Rosalie. She was like pretty and beautiful and like I don't know there's something like very seductive about her and there's something seductive that I like about vampires and it does it for me. I That's kind I of the whole thing with vampires. It's all about like the the it's the eternal beauty but you also have the eternal hunger. It's like a mm-hmm. you know a, a double-edged sword. Delightful, sensational if but you will. Also yeah, vampire 100% like I've I watched Being Human and I was like, oh, the, the vampire seems to have a way easier life. Just like mm-hmm. don't date or hang out with other vampires and like because he was working at a hospital. So he got all the blood he needed. He didn't have to kill people. You know, he had a social life. His best friend was a werewolf. I was like, I could see that. Whereas the werewolf has to lock in. Is that the show that's on up. sci-fi? Yeah. The American version is on mm-hmm. sci-fi and then there was a British version. I think the British I actually, Alan. I actually like the American version. Did What's you really? Name? Yeah, the American version has. Um, I forget who it, it's the the guy from. He was in Superman Returns and a bunch of other movies. He was in Fanboys, and then the vampire. Um, he does a lot of voice work. He's been in a lot of movies and and th- and uh, he's in The Mist and he played Doomsday on Smallville, but. He also does the voice of Darth Maul on the Clone Wars and every other Darth Maul thing outside of the Phantom Menace. Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But vampire. I'm going to be a vampire. Yeah, vampire and I want Mr. Easily. Doherty too. Like I don't I don't I want to be the main the bitch. I want I don't want to be in this one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was like, in this one, they they were like, yeah, no, we can go out in the sun and stuff right. like that. I don't know. They were Dracula living large. Could, but 
Yeah, the the um, the wives. Dracula was out in the sun. Remember we when we oh first yeah met when him. they first pull up yeah yeah so even yeah especially vampires from this this universe walking yeah. around yeah you can walk around all you gotta do is drink some blood yeah and our, I would like to be a hybrid. Mm, Go ahead. Our show that we want to be a day skilled, They were living life yeah. in the sun too. It's not British, but it's vampire. You want to be Blade? You can't be Blade. I want to. You can't be you Is can't Blade be Wesley both? Snipes or Mahershala Ali. He's the day. Stop! I want to. <laughs> Unlike other, the other vampires, can only go out at night. Daywalker can walk during the day, and apparently. So Blade's a vampire food. too. Yes. Yeah. Wow. His mother was bit by a vampire when she was pregnant with him, so that's why he did. Has, she die? As he as he says, all of their strengths and none of their weaknesses. Listen for the, the in the movie. Lust. Spoiler alert! No, is she? And, she's not dead in the comic, is she? Yeah. And in the in the original movie, it's uh, Sanaa Lathan is the mom, mm-hmm. and she looks fantastic next to um, Stephen Dorff. Yeah, because he he ages like a normal person. So his mom, when he meets her later, she still looks like twenty five. Because mm. again, this was nineteen ninety nine when that does he give out. her up for? Does she give him up for adoption or something? No, no, she's dead. Oh. You got you got to watch Blade. Right. It's a good movie. It's not scary. <laughs> I got, I got questions. It's an, it's an action movie. It's not a not a horror movie. Although there's, there's a some, lot of don't okay, but there's a lot of there's blood, a lot of so, violent yeah. action. It's not like there's scary a lot of action. blood though. Yeah. There's a lot of blood movie? and gore. So, what is Stan Lee in the movie? Or this not in this one. I think he shows up in he shows up in one of them and, and he does a cameo. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's neither here nor there. But vampire, <laughs> that's what I wanted. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so, Minera, you didn't answer. Or werewolf. I want to be. I want to be both. I want to be a hybrid. I would like to be a vampire. No, or I've no. Seen how that you works gave us two choices. You gross. only have two choices. <laughs> yeah. All right, then I'll be a vampire, but I I want to no. walk during the day. <laughs> no. You, I'm if, doing you're, it. if you're a werewolf and we're vampires, we can't be friends. Everyone knows that doesn't work. That's not true. We could be friends. It's like nope. the fox have, you, have you seen Have you seen uh, what and we I do in the, the shadows, the movie or the show? We can be friends. Nope. It only worked in that one show of being human. And that's because they needed to make rent. Which I don't understand. Yeah. Also, if you're a vampire and you've been around for got you know, all the money, right? Six hundred years, you're he obviously didn't bad with money. Right. He Maybe invested, right. He didn't like, invest in Enron or something. <laughs> right. He didn't see the trends. He lost yeah. His so you're you're fortune. a vampire. You can kill someone and take their money and just be like, yeah, like, give me some of that Apple stock. I don't know what it's going to be worth in twenty years, but at least I'll have it in my back pocket. Mm-mm, I need it. He probably invested in Enron, and now here we are, <laughs> belly up. Yeah, broke vampires. That's oh, this Not economy. Great. Yeah, I want to be a rich vampire, rich, rich, wealthy bitch. That's the other thing. Yeah, werewolves are never rich. No, they're want, they're in the woods. They don't have homes. They live in caves. I want to be where the money is. <laughs> Period. Yep, because all you're hanging out with is other rich vampires. Because mm-hmm. you got to keep right, like, fine, tight. fine, yeah. fine. You're ordering <laughs> takeout. <laughs> like, oh, be... send me, send me that that you know. I'd love to have me... like. Parisian food to be where I want to be, but I guess I can't be. So fine, I'm a, I'm a stupid, stupid vampire. Oh my god, fine. Well, you can't be with me and Thomas. I wonder if it's also like a like in what we do in the shadows, where if they drink the blood of somebody who's drunk or high, they uh, they they get get the after effects. Yeah. Okay. Last question for this. uh, For this is. The ending. What were we doing? What were we doing here? Shitting this ending. Bed. It was all over the place. 
Yeah. I like. I thought she was gonna start just ru- start running the fucking vampire like hood. Me too. And that's what I wanted. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, this is like the elite version of you. So just like fucking be a vampire, bitch. Like, yeah, right. thought, be a vampire for good like, and not oh, okay, for evil. Cool. And run. Yeah, this shit. I don't. I don't know why we change her back from being a vampire. Like, keep her a vampire, right? That's what keep I her thought. a vampire. Keep her a vampire, but then also like, I I think I'm the only one that actually would like dracula to still be alive like she's still a vampire she thinks she's one but no she hasn't and like her friend makes her realize like hey weren't you supposed to not have your powers if you killed him that's weird right Mm -hmm. and then we see like i don't know somebody's still living that's like carting him around and she puts two and two together that's kind of how it was supposed to be like the alternate ending where like He's still alive and he's off healing, but I would like, I kind of would like that. No, just I me. would have liked it where she just inherited his powers. Like she mm-hmm. became the new main vampire and she, yeah, and she could turn other people willingly. Like, yeah. Like what if she turned yeah. her best friend? And I like, was oh, just saying the same thing. Like what if they're now? like, oh my God, like this is like the best life. And they're like having like a bath, like they have like two bathtubs in the castle and they're having like a glass of wine. They're like, cheers. Like we're having a great life or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could still have a really good life as a vampire, especially if you get turned early enough. Like you get turned in your twenties, boom, you're in your twenties forever. You're yeah. so, so is, sexy. Okay. So Courtney in your, in your thing, mm-hmm. They're vampires, and did they inherit like his? They have his money now because they're married. Yeah, there's there's okay. no one to stop them. Like right. at this point, she has now obliterated like any obstacle in her way. Like she has his power, and he's I don't know. I don't. I guess we can't kill. We can't kill him because he has the power. Right. But almost kind of keeping him in like a catatonic state would be kind of cool. Mm. Um, and then like the sister wives gone, fuck them. And but. Okay, but so you the want the sister that I don't wife like that's that? the friend? Right, Lucy, little, because that's what Lucy bits. said she wanted. Yeah. Like, she said that she wanted, like, a sis- another sister. Mm-hmm. So then it just, it doesn't seem right that, well, I mean, I guess, because, like, she don't know Lucy from, you know, anybody. But, like, because then it'll turn to she is doing what Lucy wanted to do with mm-hmm. her best friend. Mm-hmm. So I guess. And we can't assert power over the bitches if we let everybody live. We are only keeping the one alive because we need the power. And then That's we fair. amass a fortune. We have our beautiful pottery studio. And we're living life in, like, the English countryside. We're living good. Yeah. Eric, the ending? I could take it or leave it. Like I said, I, I feel like it, you know, we know that there was some interference after some test screenings and... I don't know. I could have taken either ending. I wish she would have remained with the power, but I feel like that's also a little too cliche. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like the fact that she was just wrapping up the ending, you know, wrapping up the loose well, end. She was just going to murder, like, yeah. her sibling. Her cousin. I mean, not her cousin, but, yeah. like. That's a loose end. You know, taking care of the loose ends, but it would have been nice to know that, you know, oh, she took care of the loose ends, but now she has all the money. Money, right. Yeah. They don't explain that. They're just like, oh, we're going to go beat the shit out of this guy. Okay, so if we don't have any more to talk about the invitation, how would you guys rate it? 
a three. I'd, I'd give it, yeah, maybe a three, two and a half, three. It's okay. Yeah, I would give it a four, but they did not stick the landing for me with the ending, so. Yeah, it's just okay. Like, I feel like I could watch this. Yeah. I could have turned this on and be like, oh, okay. Eh, I, I, I don't hate it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our third movie is Crimson Peak, um, 2015 banger. Um, little synopsis. After marrying the charming and seductive Sir Thomas Sharp, young Edith finds herself swept away to this remote gothic mansion in the English hills. Also living there is Lady um, Lucilia, bleh, Lucilia Thomas's alluring sister and protector of the family's dark secrets. Ooh, shoo, shoo, shoo. Um, <laughs> able to communicate with the dead. Uh, Edith tries to depict the mysterious the mystery I do apologize sorry I'm very tired the mystery behind the ghastly visions that haunt her in her new home as she comes closer to the truth Edith may learn that the truth monsters are made of flesh and blood Um, full disclosure Eric and I have both watched uh, Crimson Peak I have watched Crimson Peak at least four times. Um, Eric has probably watched it more because it is done by GDT, his main man. Uh, and this was Courtney's first uh, delve into Crimson Peak. So, Courtney, what did you think of the movie? So, YouTube spoiled me first. So, I... You spoiled yourself, baby girl. Don't do that. I didn't look... The only thing I did was you guys sent me the trailer. This was months ago. This was even before we came up with, like the British spooky concept. I think I had just said I had never seen Crimson Peak. And you guys sent me the trailer. Then it was like spoiling you. But like you could kind of see the direction it was going to go. However, I really admire, I don't love ghosts. Ghosts kind of creep me out because Mm -hmm. ghosts are real and I just feel like spirits and stuff. That scares me more than any like vampire werewolf probably ever could just because like Mm -hmm. that is a thing that can happen to you just in regular life just living your life ghosty spirits um so i don't like things that feel a little too real and those ghosts were very they wanted her to get the motherfucking message um Mm -hmm. i really admired the notes of light incest (laughs) um they tried to hide it it wasn't very good it was right in front of my face and i said incest Nobody, nobody gives a shit about their brother like this if they're not sleeping with them. Sorry, it just doesn't make sense. She's also very jealous. Yeah, it's just very jealous. She got mad at her because they stayed overnight in the town. Like Mm -hmm. sister girl, what are you doing? She gets mad anytime that like Thomas even breathes or Edith even looks like Thomas is like kiss me, and she's like absolutely not. Drink this tea. Mm -hmm. Tea tea bitch um i think the scariest thing is like the fucking scenery the fucking house the house is scary as fuck why are things coming up out of the like floorboards why are things in my bathroom with me why are things chasing around our little dog and i didn't like the way he looked at that dog and that's when i knew he was up to no fucking good he said there's nobody around for miles and i'm like but why are you being mean to the pomeranian he's cute i knew he was up to assholes see that's not nice. I like I like a little fluffy dog. Um, but I really like the movie. It was not as scary as I thought. There were some moments where I had to like cringe. Um, 
stabbings. A lot of there's a lot of fucking blood. I guess with something called Crimson Peak, there's gonna be a lot of blood. But I thought the movie was really good. Like I really liked it. I also would like to say there. I forgot. I watch The Craft. I don't want anybody to think that all I watch is fucking dumb movies. But I watch The Craft too. <laughs> just want to just tag myself in. That's all. Eric. Yeah. No. I was down from this day one. I saw it in the theaters twice. <laughs> it's it's Guillermo del Toro. But I was like. I, I will say the advertising originally for this made it seem like it was a straight up horror movie and it is mm-hmm. not. It is a ghost story. Yeah. Um, which I was I was pleasantly surprised when I went into the movies and, and saw it because it reminded me a lot of um, a previous Guillermo del Toro ghost story, um, Devil's Backbone, which is about. I don't think I've seen that. It's one of his earliest movies. It's all in Spanish and it's about children in an orphanage during the the Spanish Civil War. Sounds scary. Uh-huh. And there's there's some some dead ghost babies and uh, Oh no. Yeah. It's yeah. There's some haunting haunting little ghost babies. It's very iconic imagery. But yeah, this one was very into it because this is what happens when you give Gamble del Toro a big budget and tell him to go crazy with, you know, he loves gothic horror. So this is this is like epitome of gothic horror. Everything is like translucent and ghostly. And you he he even when you don't know he's in the movie, he's in the movie. So he finds a way to put Doug Jones in it. Um, and Doug Jones plays when you see the ghost versions, he plays the ghost version of Lady Sharp. Mm. So like they wanted somebody that could slather in all this makeup and be creepy thin and mm-hmm. do all the weird ghost movements and that's Doug Jones. That's what you bring him in for because he's he's like a trained clown and contortionist and all that shit. So, frightening. Yeah, you see clowns him, are frightening too. I just also want to add in, that ghost. He's in clowns. every Guillermo del Toro movie. <laughs> like he plays Ape Sapien in the Hellboy movies. He played the um, the creature in Shape of Water. He's he's always he's... in his movies. He's the gentleman. He's um. He's in, in uh, Billy from um from Hocus Pocus. Yep, from the Hocus Pocus movies. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's where I lived. I'm like I didn't, I haven't seen any of this other stuff. But when yeah. you say Doug Jones, I was like, I think I know him. Yeah, he's <laughs> where also do I know him from? he's uh he's Saru on um on yep. Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. which I love because he gets a, an acting like an actual acting role where he gets to wear all this prosthetic stuff, but you actually hear his voice. Because if you don't know, in the original Hellboy, he played Abe Sapien in the costume and everything, but they dubbed over his voice with um, with David Hyde Park from Frasier. And then apparently Niles? he didn't did come. Niles did know that. Yeah. And then he didn't want to come back for the sequel, so they were just like, why don't we just get Doug to do the voice as well? Yeah. And it's why amazing. Didn't, why didn't Niles want to come back for the sequel? Maybe they didn't they feel like They probably thought he was him? too good. <laughs> no, I mean... No. If you watch What's both Niles movies, <laughs> I, I think Hellboy 2 is a, a infinitely better movie than Hellboy 1. And that's mostly because mm-hmm. Hellboy 1, they had to tack on a story of, like, this new character so that people would, you know, kind of feel like mm-hmm. that's their character. Hellboy 2 is legit a Hellboy story. Hellboy is the main star, not this movie starring Hellboy and Friends. And it's it's a much better movie for it. Um, but, yeah, anyway, Crimson Peak, I love it because it's, yeah, it's spooky, it's scary, and, you know, spooky, scary skeletons. Um, I I love that you get, um, what's his name, uh, fucking Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. 
I like it when he gets to play these kind of like aristocratic, morally weird characters. Yeah, he's got a creepy face. face. Absolutely, but not like not like creepy. Like, ooh, I'm gonna do something weird to you. Like creepy. Like I don't trust you. Yes, right. You're like, there's something sinister, but not about his face. But like, never honest. If that makes same thing with with Jessica Chastain, who I've normally seen in a lot of things, but like she. Um, is she, is she British? British? <laughs> no, Jinx. I think she's a. No, babes. She's no, an babes. American. She's not. You know who I begin her confused with? What's the other one? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Christina Hendricks. And Christina Hendricks. Yeah. They're they're like the 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 triplets. Like the, there's something off about just a little bit of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like she's from pictures. Sacramento, California. Wowzers. Oh, okay. Well, she does she does a good accent yeah. then. She's one of the she, few. She. I. Are you done? I don't want to. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I said, I thought that she is great also as, as being very sinister. Mm. Um, and I did enjoy that we had people like uh, also GDT contributors, uh, Bern Gornum from, you may know him from Torchwood, but also from um, Pacific Rim. Mm. Uh, and Charlie Hunnam, also from Pacific Rim. Babe, mm. I forgot. I didn't even get to talk. I forgot to talk about him. I was worried about his ass. And I forgot <laughs> to talk about him. Um, yeah, no, I, I love everything about it because it's it's GDT. So, you're 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 asking the wrong person to to find flaws. Well, hold on, we're gonna get there. Um, and also, Ooh. I didn't know this, but Pacific Rim was before this. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. This was um, like they he made Pacific Rim and it made a shitload of money, and then he gets to do a passion project. It's kind of like how Christopher Nolan did, where like. He did Batman, and then they were like, oh, okay, well, you, that was great. Here's a bunch of money. Go do something else. And then he did Inception. Inception. And then he did Dark Knight, and then he ended up – and then he did um, – no, it, it was – he did Batman, then he did um, The Prestige, then he did Dark Knight. I love The Prestige. Is that yeah, in a special really place? It, I feel like yes. That. That's another – that's a movie I don't that's watch enough, prestige. but I mm-hmm. love that movie. It's really good. It's really good. Also, yeah. The Covenant is another C fucking minus movie, but it was. If anytime you see MTV <laughs> films, like you know, it's gonna be like a kind of like trashy movie. But that's right up my alley. Crossroads, like I like stuff like that. Crossroads isn't scary, but The Covenant has Chase Crawford in it, and that was the whole reason why I went. And Taylor Kitsch, I wonder what he's up to now. But Chase okay. Crawford, he's in, he was in a he's in a um a Christian movie with. Um, he your does, boy. He does cheese. What's his face? Rob Schneider. No, with um, the last time I saw him, he was in that like it was what's his face? Um, uh, Star Lord. The com- what's his oh, name? Um, and he fuck. was telling him like something doesn't something's not right here. It's that that Jesus. Um, that damn. Quiet what's his Jesus name? Movie, Why I can't I remember his name? He's one of the Chris Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. I was like, The Covenant also, it's a Rennie Harlan movie. Um, Rennie Harlan, famous action director. Um, not one of his better movies, but also has Sebastian Stan. Yes. Winter Soldier. It does have Sebastian Stan. When I tell you I love that movies, okay, I which movies a dime a dozen? Warlock movies? Few and far between, baby. It did it for me. Anyway. And they were like, don't call us boy witches. We're warlocks. Warlocks. Mm-hmm. I love The Covenant. I'll watch that too. I'm gonna do it all. To, I'm gonna do it all this weekend. Okay, Minier, continue. I'm so Rennie, sorry. Rennie Harlan, you know, famous for <laughs> Die Hard 2 and the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Y'all remember that one no, with Andrew I've never, Dice Clay? 
I've never seen either of those movies. He also did The Long Kiss Goodnight, like one of the many movies that made love, Samuel L. Jackson a star. Movie. I've never seen and that. And Cutthroat either. Island. Is that, that the no one with watched. Sandra Bullock or is that the one with Angelina Jolie? No, no that's, that's the, the one, one with, with uh, Gina Davis. Davis. Mm. That is one of the biggest flops in, in movie history. Which is wild because it is one of goodnight. my mom's favorite movies. Um, we have three Also DVD, with Gina Davis. Three, excuse me, three VHS copies here in the house. Three. Right. Three like, VHS. The them. blacks They're be classics. coming for it, so I don't know how Black it's a, a damn love good movie. flop. <laughs> he also did a Cliffhanger and Deep Blue Sea. What? The Long Kiss Goodnight? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's really good. It's what you want from like a cheesy 90s action yes. spy movie. So it's an action yes. movie? Yeah, it's an action movie. It's a movie. spy movie. It's Gina Davis Whoa. plays a spy named Charlie Baltimore who gets shot in the head and left for dead, and then she gets found and. Uh, has a whole new memory and starts a family, family. Yes. and then one night the assassins come to kill her and her memory kicks back in and she's fighting her two identities and Samuel L. Jackson is the detective trying to find her and there's a whole other conspiracy going on but it's full of action. It's it sounds great. interesting. It is. Listen, it really is. When she remembers well, I... her fucking, her whole like who she is in that hotel room yeah. and she's like fixing herself. And oh, she chops bad her thing. hair off and yes, it and bad smoking and shooting Ooh, people. Fixing a drink. Uh, yeah. When she hands him that fucking, the way that she hands him a drink, I'm like, well, you, this is bad bitch alert. Hello. Yeah. Hello, madam. It's great. Yes, like, if you've never seen it, I recommend it. Gina Davis? Mm-hmm. Isn't sure she, she like 70? She's like, I think in her early, <laughs> early 60s or late 50s. I think she just had a baby, actually. I hope she like got someone to have it for her. They like, didn't, they didn't specify. They just said, congrats. <laughs> she is 66 years old. I had I'm to Google pretty it. sure. Uh, let me look. Maybe she didn't. All right. Well, while you're doing yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, back to Crimson Peak. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you, um, I love Crimson Peak. I did not like Eric see it in the theaters um, because I don't think I had anybody to go with me at the time. But um, I have since seen this movie a Sorry, bunch of times. I'm a liar. Um, she did not have any children. <laughs> I, I hope Just not. the one she already has. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Davis. I do like you. I love your work in Stuart Little. And the fly. I feel like Gene Davis seen the fly? and 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 uh, a league of our own. She, yeah, yeah. Gina Davis is an all star. I don't know why she's not in you more things to this her. day, but <laughs> she's got to close it. I don't think she's seeing a league of their a league of our own. A league of their own. It. Yes, I always. And Thelma and Louise. She's Thelma. She hasn't seen Thelma. I certainly am not watching a murder spree movie. Absolutely not. Why not? It's, it's not really a, a murder spree. It's a women empowerment movie. Right. Everybody that dies had it coming. Even ourselves, we we had it coming. We don't know that we died. They also were like, "Fuck this! We're not. We're we're two bad bitches, and we're too yeah. bad for this world. We're not yeah. going to jail." We don't know that they died. They could have made it go? across that cliff. We don't know. We they could have made it across <laughs> that cliff. We don't know. That's, that's between them and gravity, mm. right? Okay. I like to think that they made it. Okay. Um, going back to, <laughs> I really saying. enjoyed this movie. It's a regular um, Butch and Sundance. Maybe they made it. <laughs> Love. Um, I love the gothic horror um, of GDT. Um, I think that he did a beautiful job with this. Um, it was spooky, yes, but not like scary, scary. And I think that he did enough for me with everyone's character that I really felt for everyone. Um, 
I, Jessica Chastain is a dream. She is one of the white women that I really love <laughs> and um, really hope stays unproblematic um, because I really enjoy her and I enjoy her trajectory. Um, and I mean, Tom Hiddleston, I mean, he's Loki, so, and he's lanky and weird looking, but in the best way possible. Um, the girl who plays Edith, I remember there being like controversy because she, of her age, I think. And this is either in this movie or in Jane Eyre, where she played with Michael Fassbender. Um, but I feel like she held her own. I feel like she, she did look like she was swimming in some of those dresses. But like other than that, I really enjoyed her chemistry with Thomas. I enjoyed Thomas trying to like be caught between his sister wife and his non-sister wife, his actual wife. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoy this movie immensely. Um, with that said, Eric, I say she's, she's not really that young. She was also in the, the Alice in Wonderland movies. She was. And, like she's proven herself as an actress because not only has she worked with Guillermo del Toro, but she's also worked with um, with Korean director Park Chan Wook on Stoker. Um, right, Stoker is yeah. great. With also, uh, which funny enough, do you know that was written by Wentworth Miller from Prison Break? Yes, um, I love Wentworth Miller. I I want him to. I want him to have everything. I wish he would love me back he doesn't it's fine i'm not i have a p where yeah he, i was gonna say i, I don't think he's i don't think he's into you he's um, not um, we didn't know you were, at the time we though we were just we like in love we didn't no after that um, we belong together video that's where i was like listen, run away with me bitch <laughs> i i wrote a very stern letter to fox about how i hated um his love interest on prison bake um i hated her um, it wasn't great. I was young. Um, but no, I, I want to be clear. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't think that she was too young for the role. I'm saying I thought that there was, I, and I could be wrong. I thought that there was some controversy about her in the role playing against, um, Tom Hiddleston. And it was either Tom Hiddleston or, um, Michael Fassbender, because like I said, she was Jane Eyre in Jane Eyre. And she was playing opposite Michael Fassbender. Um, but I cannot remember. Hmm. Um, but back to what I was getting ready to say. Eric, on your list of favorite uh, Guillermo del Toro movies, where does this rank? Mm, it's kind of hard to rank them because they're, they're all, I like that he puts in like different themes and everything. So like, this would be in his ghost that like he does horror and sci-fi and sometimes he mixes them up a bit, but like, cause you can take like Pacific Rim is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like mimic is horror sci-fi. Um, and even though he, he never got his final cut because terrible movies. Um, yeah, I, I think this, this is pretty high up there, but this is more low key for him. Like this is bigger ideas and uh, you know bigger execution, mm-hmm. but it's not as groundbreaking as something like The Shape of Water okay. or 
Pacific Rim because I, I, I Pacific Rim will always be in the top three for me because it's just an absolutely fun movie. Um, yeah. The less we say about the sequel, the better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I just love this movie and I because I, I, I'm trying to think how many movies he's actually made total because I don't want to say it's like top five or top three. But yeah, no, this is just a good time for me. So I, I, I don't really like ranking his movies because then I feel like I'm leaving out one of my lesser like I like to to get people to watch things like The Devil's Backbone, um, things like that. So I feel like everyone should should, you know, just just watch GDT movies. Okay. So I'm gonna dance around. <laughs> I'm gonna dance around your question because I don't want to answer you it. Did. I don't. I don't want to offend GDT if he were to listen one day and he'd be like, Ah, yes, that is right, Eric. You love all my movies, and I was like, Yes, yes, I do. That's how he talks. <laughs> I can I can talk like that because I'm I'm Hispanic as well. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. It's true. Okay. He's got a very thick Mexican accent. But you're not Mexican, baby. Close enough. You are a Puerto Ricanio. <laughs> right. It's Close. Not, is hey, it? You ask a white person to tell us apart. <laughs> what? No, that doesn't make it okay. No, but you guys do actually look alike. Mm-hmm. I think there All are right. quite some, like, it feels a little bit relational. I think it's the head. They have a similar head I think they both shape. have a similar head. Yeah. And my beard is a little bit better, but he's, you know, he's a lot shorter He's working. Than I am. He's doing a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, but he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his weight I has to go there, over but... the years. You can tell how stressed he is by how skinny he gets. Side mm. note: Did you know that Mia, however you say her last name, Wasikowska, she replaced Emma Stone. Emma Stone was supposed to be her. Crazy. Ooh, I like that. I'm glad they did it that. I way. would not have liked to see Emma Stone in this role. I'm so sorry, babe. No. Love Emma. Love ya. Love ya, girl. But no, uh, well, I, I feel mean, like she wouldn't have been swimming in these um, in these dresses, though. And we know she can do Emma's. a pretty decent British accent. Did we know yeah, that at I the time? Though I don't think we did. No, this was 2015, so this was only a couple years out from also, like, super bad. She's not that. Yeah, she's not. She's two years older than me, so she's 33, which is crazy because I feel like she looked like she at least 40. I would say Mia Mia Wazawaski or whatever her name is. Yeah, she's yeah, 33. She's 33. She she has definitely and I don't want to, to shame any woman on their appearance, but like you can tell she is she's looking more than thirty three. Say, say banana. I already she, said she it. Looks, she looks old. Just say banana. Yeah. She I doesn't look it. she doesn't look like she looked in this movie. She looks like no. she had a, a a couple of kids and maybe smokes a pack a day. And she doesn't. She just has no children. Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Twenty thirteen heavy smoker. Twenty thirteen to fifteen she dated Jesse Eisenberg. And I feel like maybe that did it too. Oh. Tore up. I don't yeah. know. I wonder if, oh, did they like have to stop because of La La Land? Because I'm trying to figure out like what she was doing. Oh, no, maybe La the La Birdman? La La Land was. Is it the Birdman? No, she did. She took uh, Aloha instead. Babes, Ooh. you should have done that. Should have done this. Some, yeah, you. Yeah. Ooh. Save yourself some controversy, boops. Lord. <sighs> All right. They're, they're so... the same age though. But Emma Stone doesn't look 33 like she does. No. Like this is a different kind five. of 33. And you know what? I think it's a European 33. But she, oh, well, she's, she's Australian. Australian. Never mind. Whoopsie. Yeah. She's Australian. Not whoopsie. Yeah, sorry. I, it does say New South Wales. That's not England. That's Australia. Yeah, close enough. They, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were colonized. Yeah. <laughs> they come from Britain. All right. So with all of that said, 
Courtney, mm-hmm. what do you rate Crimson Peak? A four. I think this was a good movie. I really liked it. I give it a five. I think it uh, sold on all cylinders. And Eric, what do you give Crimson Peak? Obviously five. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I don't want okay. Guillermo to hear and be like, oh, my friend, why? Why? <laughs> He's going to ask you, what do you think he can improve on? Maybe you guys can have like a meaningful discussion. Like, why, and you, then you, why you no cinco? On, why then, you no cinco? And then you can, I don't like, I don't like that you did that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. But maybe you can sit on set next time, baby, because I gave not a perfect. He'll be like, you know what, Courtney, you're an honest gal. Like, you want to come sit on set? And then, I don't know who I could be with. What if he does a movie with... Damn. Who's somebody he could do a movie with? I have to think. But, like, maybe... He likes Charlie. Maybe he'll get back yeah. with Charlie. If he, if he likes you, him. he'll put you in lots of... Like, Ron Perlman is in almost every single movie he's ever done. Even he's back already... to his stuff. Like, Kronos is a movie that's entirely in Spanish. It's about vampires. But Ron Perlman sneaks in there speaks really good spanish i was shocked like he he mostly speaks spanish in that movie that's you being shocked and ron perlman being like i'm worldly bitch is he black? Yeah. Out of here. <laughs> i think he's, he's married mixed. to a black woman he was yeah they got a they're divorce. divorced mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway so while but i liked it up so, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um let's finish strong with uh, a recommendation from our listeners, or hopeful listeners, on, is it Psycho Cinema? Yeah, in the, the Psycho Cinema group. Which we would like to thank you for even, you know, taking the time to uh, grace us with some of your um, options, which were, what, Eric? Oh, well, now you put me on the spot. I didn't have the list up. You were supposed to. I told you we would do it when we got closer to the movie that we that we chose. You're the worst. I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy thinking that you you were too busy saying Guillermo de Toro's um, accent. It's fun. It's a fun accent to do. Oh, my God, Derek, would you like to come to my house and we can watch movies? And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I would. GDT. <laughs> He's going to come to my birthday party. It's the only time I would have a birthday party if GDT came. What? How would you... Okay. So then how? what would you want at this birthday party? And where would you want it? You want it at your house? I want to do it at his house. I don't know if you've ever seen his house. It's amazing. It is... No. It's like a horror lover's dream. It's like, it's like if Rob Zombie had taste. Now Rob Zombie turns around like, wait a minute. And I'd be I like, shut up, Rob Zombie. Business. Go cry to your fucking wife. Put her in another role. I meant to ask you, have you been watching Cabinet of Curiosities? No, I'm trying to save them for the weekend because I know like most of the episodes are out, but they haven't put them all out yet. Okay. Well. Suck it, Rob Zombie. He's white, is he not? He's a Polish man. Yeah. Who, Rob Zombie? (laughs) No. He's in love with his wife. I don't know what he is, but he loves his (laughs) wife. (laughs) She was looking up Ron Perlman. I was, and oh. then I looked up his new bride, and they met on the set of their, I guess this is a show called Startup, I don't know. Um, is she black? No, she is a hot woman. He is 72, and she is 49. Mm. I don't yeah, like that. I, feel like that's... I don't like that, personally. That's just not my vibe. I'm not a what huge age fan of it. What did you want her to be at? No, no. I, I the, want you to be age-appropriate. The age difference is... 
Yeah, but it's kind of hard to find another 70 year old. I don't believe Like, as long as. I don't believe If he would have. Helen Mirren's got something. It's got somebody already. Like, yeah. It's not like he was like, oh, well, I'm 72. I need to go find me a 20 year old. I need to do some. Yeah, I did get worried. I was like, she's going to be like 12. Yeah. No, at least he was like, oh, yeah, you've lived enough. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a. She's at least. She's had enough time to at least have one marriage that fails. Yeah. Maybe. Let me see if this is. And now, if she didn't, that's on her. <laughs> if you didn't, <laughs> but... this is you. Right. You said she's 49 or 42? 49. And I, her Instagram okay, caption yeah. said, pulling a Kravis before it was a thing. Now, see, I don't want to be talking about the other celebrities in my wedding post. Skr, skr. <laughs> I don't. I feel. I don't know how to feel about that. Mm. The newlyweds met on the set of their show Startup and were first pictured together in May 2019. Perlman was spotted with Dunbar, that's her name, five days after the date he cited for his separation from his estranged wife, Opal Stone. That means there was some I overlap. Now I don't like it. Yeah, There's now overlap like it. and you, you treated this black woman. He wasn't back. try guy in it, but he's, you know, he wasn't keeping like it, it quiet. I don't like it. And now I don't want you looking at now I don't like this whole relationship. I do apologize. I didn't like it when you started saying Kravis. I don't like that. I don't. Like it's, it gives clout chase. Madam. It's giving clout. Yeah. Also, I like the first wife's name, Opal Stone. I like it. She's crafty and it says she was a jewelry designer and they got married on Valentine's Day and I think that's cute. Okay. I don't have nothing else positive to say about that. So. Okay. Eric, did you find Let me go on and move on. Did you find that? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be looking, but yeah. Oh no! You were supposed to look for the list of what they I've suggested. I've been vamping for, for this. Long. My bad. We're fired. You are the worst. You said Sometimes. that you weren't, but you are. I never said I was. Eric, I hope your self-esteem is good today. <laughs> no, I don't want it to be. Okay. I want well, to stomp the, all over the it. other movies that they suggested yes. was um, uh, the Devils. It is a British film. Um, attack that the sounds block. scary <laughs> um, any yeah everyone suggested any of the Cornetto trilogy which begins with Shaun of the Dead and then goes into Hot Fuzz and ends with The World's End um, so Wicker all Man, of those movies are connected shh, sorry, technically yes. but okay. not literally <laughs> sorry mom um, <laughs> uh, 28 days later or 28 weeks later um, I feel like 28 weeks zombies. later is yeah, they're fast-moving zombies. Technically, they're not zombies. They're like, they have a, a, a virus. They're not dead because they do die. They they will eventually like, you know, die of hunger because they they're not eating. Um, American and- Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. uh, Severance, uh, and someone recommended a um, an Irish movie called Grabbers that they described as basically an Irish Tremors, which I kind of want to see just on description alone. What is Tremors? Um, <laughs> Tremors was an early '90s movie with uh, with Kevin Bacon, where there was they were fighting graboids, which are like these giant mutated worms that eat people. They made like Sounds eight terrifying. Sequels. Kevin Bacon is only in one of them. Mm. It's not the terrifying beats. at all. It's very funny. Like they, that's like the beginning of like comedy horror. Um, and then someone recommended Cockneys versus Zombies, which is a weird one because it's got the guy if you've ever seen. Um, Snatch or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. The guy who plays Bricktop is one of the main characters. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Big thanks right. to everyone who suggested. And yes, thank the, you. like we had already seen Attack the Block, we thankfully uh, convinced Courtney to watch it earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and it didn't. We did a podcast her. about it. Yeah, I really liked no. that one. That was good. Yeah, movie. it was really good. Yeah, it has been described by some as Gremlins in the Hood, and I was like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of astute. Yeah, only a but lot we... more violent because uh, people people die in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Kids yeah. die. Kids die yeah. in the movie, yeah. not just people. violently. Kids. Yeah. That one hurt me. I I did get a little tore up off of one of them kids. <laughs> Young Dennis, or was it the other one? It was the 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 other one that gets dragged into the fog. With that his one glasses. was glasses. With his yeah. glasses, with that big face. Oh, he was so cute. Mm. I'm sad. <laughs> um, but we did choose from one of the ones that they did provide. We chose um, Shaun of the Dead, uh, 2004 banger. Um, full disclosure, Eric and I. Have both watched Shaun of the Dead. I haven't seen shit. That's the moral of, of the story. <laughs> I haven't seen shit. <laughs> but we thought that it would be a good movie for Courtney to um, watch. And so um, the synopsis for Shaun of the Dead is Shaun is a 30-something loser with a mm. dull, easy existence. <laughs> when, not my words. Not my words. Um, when he's not working at the electronics store, he lives with his slovenly best friend ed in a small flat on the outskirts of london the only unpredictable element in his life is his girlfriend liz who wishes desperately for sean to grow up and be a man when the town is unexpectedly overrun with the zombies sean must rise to the occasion and protect both liz and his mother courtney what did you think of sean of the dead i thought this movie was really funny like more so I when we watched the trailer I laughed like the whole thing (laughs) and I was like this is gonna be fun it was really funny um it was more violent than I thought but like the violence wasn't like convincing I'd say the part that was the grossest was like entrails like and that Mm. was really you know that did it for me but you know it's just like a bunch of people like trying to survive but it's still funny, and I really enjoyed it. And we had like some come to Jesus moments, and um, I thought it was a really funny movie. Like more than I yeah. than I thought. It's like an easy watch too, but like I think you're engaged because it's funny. You start to like give a shit about the characters. The only thing I wish is that we would have gone back to the electronics store only to see like how like fucked up the other fucking employees were. With the yeah. zombie outbreak. But I really thought it was a good movie and I thought it was really funny. Eric, how about you? Uh, well, I have... I, I love Shaun of the Dead. This is one of those movies that I had to seek out far and wide. Because this was came out in 2004. Um, and it didn't open wide in America. It wasn't like when Hot Fuzz and The World's End came out. Like, this was a very low-budget movie. Um, and this is Edgar Wright's first feature Edgar Wright if you don't know also directed Shaun of the Dead um, and more recently he did One Night in Soho um, and he almost directed Ant-Man as well as Baby Driver so he is he's a big name now but this was his first feature film and it came off the back of even the idea of the zombies themselves came from an episode of a short-lived series called Spaced starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and basically everyone from that show is in this movie in some way shape or form um, and they had an, an episode where he's having like a nightmare where he's playing um, 
an old PlayStation One video game with zombies, and the the zombie idea came from that, and they started rating the movie. Um, yeah, I I love this movie. I I can't tell you how hard it was for me to find find it in theaters to be able to play it. But the the moment I saw the trailer, I was hooked because I, I thought it was like this is actually funny. I'd seen comedies with zombies before, and I was like, this is kind of dumb and cheesy. Um, and I didn't even know about space before Shaun of the Dead came out. Like I went and found it afterwards. And it's one of my all-time favorite shows. I watch it at least once a year and do a full rewatch because there's only 12 episodes. Um, but yeah, I love this movie with all my heart. And it even gets a little sad at certain points. Mm-hmm. Kind of it, like Edgar Wright has a way of doing that. Not unlike people like uh, Taika Waititi that will blend really funny comedy with Sneak up uh, that some sad fucking stuff. emotional trauma. Yeah. Love that yeah. for us. Yeah, so I, I was in 110%. Still am. Even watching it to this day, it's still hilarious. Um, I love this movie. Um, I have a bit of a different take on it. I watched it in the wrong order. Um, the trilogy in the wrong order. I went and saw The World's End, um, on a date. And I, I and my date had absolutely no idea that this was part of a trilogy. So, um, once I watched it and loved The World's End, um, I wanted to get it on DVD. And so um, it came out in a trilogy box set. And so I got the trilogy box set and um, saw these two other movies that were ahead of it and watched them. And I love Hot Fuzz. I love Shaun of the Dead. and I, But I love The World's End more so. Um, yeah, unfortunately, The World's End gets a bad rap. It does. But I don't know why, because I feel like... I, I feel like everybody can kind of it's feel the, the way that ending. this is. Like people yeah. feel like the ending is too bleak. I does the world blow um, up and it ends for real, for real? No, but it is a dark ending. Yeah, I Two I enjoy it more so planet. because of the. You have to watch it. it I like enjoyed it more because nope. of the the where my mindset was um this was actually after like a couple of months after my dad had passed so um it fit perfectly with where where i was in my headspace um but i enjoy shawn of the dead um i laughed when i watched it wednesday um Mm. and i just i it's it's just a good movie (laughs) and it's a good It's a well, the, good comedy, which which with a little bit of horror. Well, not a little bit, but a lot of horror. Um, but just it's just a good movie. Yeah, um, they're all, they're all kind of, of uh, they're all based in a certain genre. Like Shaun of the Dead is yeah. horror, um, uh, Hot Fuzz is action, and then um, World's End is sci-fi. But they're all like dual genres. So like they're comedy horror, yeah. comedy action, comedy sci-fi. But there's always like an underlying theme to each one. And they're named as such, even if you were to look at the Cornetto trilogy as a whole. And Cornetto is the ice cream cone, if you didn't know. Like, when he goes to the shop, he asks him what he wants, and he brings him back a Cornetto ice cream cone. So, in each movie, someone will will reference getting a Cornetto. You know, every time you say that, I always think of Nathan in when they're opening up the, uh, what's the name? Hey, a Cornetto. Cornetto. Yeah, so like each one of them is a different flavor as well. I think um, the World's End is like mint chocolate. Shaun of the Dead is obviously like strawberry because of the blood, and I forget what flavor hot, hot fuzz is. But 
the internet will tell you and based on you know you can always find out but they yeah they always seem to sneak in like a, a secondary plot or like something under the surface that you don't get until like you've seen it like three or four times like with the world's end it's about like body snatching aliens but really the main story is about um these four friends who are friends anymore. yeah they're not friends and one of them is a recovering addict and like is longing for the old days. So there's a de- there's always a deeper meaning to all of these movies. It's so good. Yeah. I love that movie. Same thing with Shaun of the Dead, where, like, you know, part of it is him trying to be a grown-up, but the, the bigger message is also that you can't save everyone. And that, like, for, for you to expand as a person, you have to let go of things, and sometimes letting go of that means shooting people in the face or having zombies rip them in half. Watch it again. You'll 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 pick up on a lot of the uh, the fun subtleties. So with that, I do want to ask Courtney. Uh, do you find if you have comedy in your horror, it is less scary? Yeah. You can't make the whole thing scary if there's laughter. <laughs> That's the Ooh, okay. Oh that, god. That <laughs> challenge, challenge accepted. We're no. gonna get you to watch Evil Dead too. I don't think so. I don't think I want to watch that. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know what they look like. I need you to show me what the, the things look like in there. Do they look kind of like Skeletor kind of vibes? That's Army of Darkness, but the sequel to Evil Dead 2, yeah. I don't think a I like A lot of Deadites. Evil, Evil Dead started as a horror movie. The original is a legit horror movie, and the second one is when they started embracing the horror comedy of it. And then the third one is a straight-up, like, comedy, sci-fi, like... Um, folk movie like they go back in time and then you have the series Ash versus the Evil Dead which is straight up comedy horror and then you have Evil Dead that came out in 2013 that is uh, like a spiritual sequel and that one where they went back to straight up horror and that one's super gory I wouldn't recommend that one for you it doesn't sound like it's up my alley no um I I find that it's like again I like to make it like palatable for me so like if I'm scared the entire time I can't enjoy the movie because I don't like to be scared I never I would never go out of my way to make myself scared but if there's something funny or there's like a slightly like added element like then I feel like there's something else I can focus on other than bracing myself to be scared Okay. What about gore? Like, do you find it easier to take if it's like cartoonish gore like this? Mm-hmm. The entrails, I like saw it happening and I was like, oh God, like they decapitated him. And then I'm like, oh God, the stuff's falling out. And so I was like, uh, but like, and I would like look away. A- <laughs> I would look away a little, but then I, I can look back because I'm just like, okay, obviously it's 2022. I'm not in London. No zombies have showed up. <laughs> so I feel like I'm fine. But like, again, I think I think if it starts to look a little too realistic or like a situation I would be in myself, that's when I get, don't like it. And that's when I get scared. Okay. Like, um, I'm not going to run to my fucking I don't even have a local bar. So I would be in the house dead. Basically, I don't have bars that I like to go to. And they're too far away if they if I did. <laughs> Honestly, you'd probably be safer at home. Just lock your doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they was breaking people's windows and shit. Well, you're in the... Yeah, but those are slow-moving zombies. You Thank live, you. So. I appreciate it. Somebody going to show up Sorry. at my house. <laughs> Get out of here. But you live where you live, so, I mean, I feel like... 
They have to do a lot of work to get up to where my house is. Yeah, they would. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have any other things except for how would you rate... uh, How would you rate Shaun of the Dead? Mm. Sorry. I know. I was yawning. Sorry. (laughs) I thought somebody would start talking once they saw me yawning. Um... Like a four and a half. It was pretty good. It was funny. Okay. I liked it. Okay. Well, now I'm curious Fair. to see what the other ones are about. So, but we can do a trilogy night. I don't think they are all English I don't think, movies. I don't think you'll have to wait. I feel like well, wait. I still have to watch the rest of my scary movies, so I I can't watch it this week. But like, I do love a police procedural. You know how much I love that. Right up my alley. Well, Hot Hot Fuzz <laughs> is more like making fun of '90s action movies. So like, there's a lot of references to Bad Boys Two and I Point love Bad Break, Boys. and so it's like Bad Reno Boys Two is mentioned, kind of, yeah. But okay. like at parts, it gets serious. Like the the whole point is Simon Pegg, who plays Sean in this one, his character is the best police officer in London, and he's so good <laughs> that he's making everyone else look bad. So all of the higher ups get together and send him out to the country. So that the you know they can let the crime go back up and people will actually want the police around. And of course, there's tons of cameos. You get like um, Timothy Dalton and uh, uh, Bill Nighy, Martin Freeman, all the all the the big British comedy names that you would expect. Okay. But that's the the whole the, the original premise is that yeah, he's too good of a cop, so they send him out to the country to basically bore him to death and mm. you know comes amidst to this conspiracy of why people keep dying in this village violently mm. it's good yep Eric? also if, if you want a, a little bit of easter egg uh, uh some more easter eggs for this movie um along with spaced if you watch the dvd there is an extra feature where you find out they they answer plot holes so one, they answer the plot hole is how did uh, Ed get back to Sean's shed? And essentially, uh, they mentioned that after he died in the, the, the cellar, the fire was put out and he didn't burn. So Sean went back days later and found him there and lured him back to the house and locked him in the shed to keep his best friend. It couldn't be me, I don't think. But, you know. <laughs> Also, the other one, uh, we find out that, um, not Liz, but I forget her name, the uh, the other friend whose boyfriend gets ripped to pieces, and she runs out there with the leg to fight the zombies. She lives. Um, Does she? she uh, yeah, according to the director's commentary and the little animatic they put together, she fights her way up a tree and uh, falls asleep on the tree because zombies can't climb, and stays alive for a few days eating the, the leg that she's holding in her hand. Mm. And then she yeah, comes down and goes back to her normal life. But why and isn't she a zombie because she ate the zombie leg? Or he because wasn't he a zombie Because he wasn't a zombie. Yet. Yeah. He was just ripped in half He's and she was food. holding the leg and hitting people with it. Yeah. So, well, yeah, they mentioned that she is, she's still alive. Yeah, he definitely deserved to die. Um, and then, again, I guess the last one, his roommate, uh, Pete, that is the voice of Darth Maul, or the original voice of Darth Maul in The uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, shit. I thought that was, was his brother. That's not his brother? No, that's his roommate. Oh, shit. I thought, I was like, damn, yeah. he killed his whole fucking family. But, like. No, it was his no. roommate. They went to college together. Ah, uh, okay. 
When Pete started talking about how everybody in his office was sick and he was the only one, I was like, oh my god, you're next too, buddy. You're next too. That, and he mentioned Mm -hmm. he got bit by some crackhead. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Woo, that screams that you might have just, you know, randomly called a person a crackhead. Mm. It's all right. That's okay. Um, the other white people yeah. was throwing the N-word around. Don't think I was going to bring it up. I was going to say, Connie, you <laughs> bring it bring up. up that. <laughs> it yeah. didn't even fit the movie. Like, what was even the point? He just wanted to say something cool when he got out of the car. It's not. It's weird. It was weird. And I was like, I had to pause it and be like, <laughs> what you say? What? He he didn't use the hard R though. He used the friendly version. On the captions, it said N I G G A Z. I said bye. <laughs> Adios. They wanted to make sure that you knew it wasn't. This was friendly. Word. This was friendly yeah, N word. Yep. Yeah, but I, I have a million and one Easter eggs for this movie, but we don't have time for that, so. We'll uh, do a special years. episode where we can just watch the rest of them. Yeah, it's it's a five from me. Like I said, this movie holds a special place in my heart and introduced me to the world of Edgar Wright, which I, I love to stay in. So Don't let GDT hear you say that. They're um, they're good friends. GDT <laughs> and he said, I'll never cheat on GDT. I'll never, mm-hmm. never. They are friends, and he has actually appeared as an extra in one of his movies. Hmm. Not the hmm. Hmm. So, Dr. anyways, not me. <laughs> you better work harder. Look at him. He said, "I give it a five right, mm-hmm. for all the reasons that I said. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy a little comedy with my horror, and also a little bit of a, a gut punch here and there. Learn a lesson too while we're at it. So, I really enjoy that." Um, so with that, that ends our coverage of British Spooky. Um, if this is something that you guys like, we can do it, you know, next Halloween. It was um, a bit of a ride, isn't it? <laughs> we would appreciate um, some, like, uh, options and some suggestions. Um, so maybe we'll, maybe we will put um, a little... A little thread so that we can we can do that. I mean, by ourselves we do that, but it would be nice to hear like from other people what movies they would like us to watch. And now you know what we like to watch because we have given you a variety of what we think is okay. Um, so next week with some production news, um, we are going to start our coverage of Netflix's series Heartstoppers. Heartstoppers is it's just Heartstopper, not plural. Just saying. Heartstopper. That's not how I recall it being spelled, but okay. (laughs) Is a graphic novel turned into a series. um, And Courtney will be bringing us up to speed on episodes one and two. Episode one is called Meet and episode two is called Crush. We are super excited for this. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about this. Yeah. Streets like this show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we are hoping that we like it too. Um, so with that, if you would like to start that thread with us, um, you can do so. No. First and foremost, I want to talk about what we have on Concentrated. Um, most recently, we just did a review of Halloween Ends and Black Adam, both stinky, but whatever. 
Um, one stinky. <laughs> one stinky, one an acquired taste. Both stinky. Um, and so there's that on Heralds of the MCU. We finished our coverage of She-Hulk. Um, and we are just waiting with bated breath until they provide us with something else. Um, maybe you'll get something in the holidays. Who knows? Shh, shh, shh. Um, we also are still covering Andor. Um, we have decided that we would break them up into um, arcs, just like it seems they are doing. And so we have provided you with four through six, episode four through six, um, one and three, and then four and six. Um, and so we will be back with seven and nine. Um, seven through nine. Seven through nine. <sighs> and so um, <laughs> we're really excited about that. We are toying with if we should give you guys a bonus. Um, we'll see. Um, and I know. Um, and again, like I said, on here, we are getting ready to start Heart Stoppers. So if any of that sounds good to you guys, where can you find us with the feedback? Well, we have a email that you can leave us emails on, um, and it is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page called Concentrated Podcast, and we also have a fan page called concentrated blurred talk concentrated blurred talk um you can also follow us on instagram and twitter both handles are at concentrated pod and last but certainly not least nobody does but maybe you want to be the third person um and leave us a voicemail if you would like to it is 301-531-4393 again our voicemail number is 301-531-4393 we don't have to play it on um, on the show if you don't want us to. Just let us know, and we won't. We'll just go ahead and talk about it. Um, and with that, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? Negative, Charlie. Nope. Awesome. See you next week, then guys. Let's <laughs> say good night, guys. Good night. Trick or treat, isn't it? <laughs>